Welcome to the Film of Steins, the podcast where we discuss all things movies. Join us as we dive deep into the latest releases, revisit classic films, and explore the art of cinema. Whether you're a film fanatic or just love a good flick, we've got you covered. From Hollywood blockbusters to indie gems, we'll be breaking down the storytelling, cinematography, and everything in between. So grab some popcorn, sit back, and get ready for some cinematic magic. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash We offer tiers at the $1, $5, and $20 level. For the $20 tier grants, the ability to request films for future episodes. This is the Film of Steins, where movies are more than just entertainment, they're an experience. They're an experience. And welcome back to another great episode of the Film of Steins. The fastest growing podcast in the world. The world. We're still growing. Huh? <laughs> We're the growing podcast in the world. It's true. If you start this low you'll always grow that's that's true all right you can join us every monday wednesday and friday for new episodes covering all movies from all walks of life including john wick 4 guardians of the galaxy Bo is afraid evil dead rise jaws jaws and several others lots of episodes waiting for you if you haven't listened to them and lots of episodes cooking including this one but first and foremost, I'm all I'm joined by, as always, by my transforming friend Lucy. Okay. How are you doing, Lucy? Did you have fun watching this movie? Yeah, I had fun watching this movie. Ask me how I did. Ask me if I had fun watching this movie. Did you have fun watching this movie? No. You didn't. No, this movie sucks. You didn't have any fun at all. No, this movie is probably the worst movie I've seen all year. Are you kidding me? And the movie we're talking about is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Is that right? Yes. See, I don't even know the title of the name. All right. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> this is probably the most boring movie of the year. Heck this is no. more boring than... Blade Runner? Blade Runner. This Heck is more no. boring than Peter Pan. Heck no. <laughs> don't insult this movie like that. This movie sucks. This movie did not suck. You need to take a walk. Chill out. You need to chill out. You know, it it wasn't the best movie, okay? It no, wasn't, definitely not. It wasn't the best Transformers movie either. But, you know, it, it got the job done. It made me, you know, ooh and ah where I was supposed to. It made me ask, oh my gosh, what are they going to do now when they were supposed, when it was supposed to? I guess the ending was a bit, like, what? The ending was the coolest part. Yeah, it... it it was the coolest part, but it was also like this movie didn't correlate to what the ending was. Yeah, know? I don't I don't is there a history of we're just gonna go ahead and say it. Spoilers, early spoilers. Yeah. We spoiler should ask it shit real quick though. So if you haven't caught on to that, you know, go Are find you even go, listening? go find a different podcast. <laughs> but has there ever is there history with Transformers and G.I. Joe? I have no fucking idea. I don't either. I don't have any history. We were, that's a little old for us, Transformers and G.I. Joe. We were more of that Power Rangers, um, maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of era. Mm. Mostly Power Rangers. Yeah. Although we didn't, I didn't get into any of that shit either. The first thing I was into was Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, of course, you know. But that's fucking bizarre, the Transformers G.I. Joe thing. I don't. I mean, all I know is that they're both toys. Mm-hmm. They're classic toys. Yeah, both classic toys. Yeah. You know G.I. Joe. You know Transformers. I guess they're both made by um, 
Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I'm there with you. Was there ever a, uh, you know, collab here on the show? Did, you know, because this, this is based off of a cartoon, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the comics or cartoon first for Transformers. Okay, but... I, I think G.I. Joe is toys first and then show. Okay. But Transformers, I'm not really sure. Okay. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, is comic first, then toys, then cartoon. I didn't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know and that. And the Power Rangers is a ripoff of a Japanese Power Ranger-esque show, like complete ripoff. Oh, shit. It was basically stolen... Like, it was basically legally stolen. It's total American plagiarism. It's crazy. There's a crazy history between behind Power Rangers. And we got away with that? Well, it was legal, but it was just so, like, why wasn't this more original uh-huh. in any way whatsoever? Like, it was, it was, I don't know too much about it, but it was not, it, they didn't just dub it. You know how, we'll, you know, we'll dub anime and stuff mm-hmm. or whatever, Japanese, whatever, non-English, whatever content, we'll just dub it, right? Yeah. Translate it. And some depending on the, the time period, especially, it could vary in quality, right? Okay. That's not what happened here. It was just like it was licensed, and then they repurposed the show to tell a different story. I didn't know any of this. Power Rangers uh-huh. got some interesting history, and I think at some point the Power Rangers here kind of displaced the Japanese Power Rangers, and I think they started to take their separate ways. And I, I actually, I think the Japanese Power Rangers just stopped, and I think the American Power Rangers just continued through, you know disney or nickelodeon or whatever it was so and it was it's kind of funny it's kind of weird because i think the original power rangers the japanese power rangers i don't know the name of it but it was it had already been going on for four or five years or something like that and so there was a lot to pull from for the american weird creation but but anyways yeah i know gi joes you know were they were the toy for a generation right and then transformers shortly after that and they're highly collected I didn't know there was, there's got to be another crossover. Unless, if this is the first one, I do think that's mega cool. Yes. I wish it was a better movie. I wish the Transformers was a better movie, and I wish G.I. Joe movies were better. There's I think there's two of those, and they're dog shit. Oh, my gosh. But they, I did see that they, they're, they've they announced two sequels to just Transformers, this tra- the Transformers we just watched. Mm-hmm. And they've also announced the spinoff, the G.I. Joe Transformers spinoff. So there's three more things coming out of this universe okay so or you know in the works with the i guess with the strike those are gonna be quick you know cuts these these kind this kind of movie this, no. is, this is the kind of movie that's quick to be cut over things like who made this was universal i think well i guess it says distributed by paramount pictures no yeah paramount paramount's the one we're looking for okay paramount yeah paramount universal universal is owned by comcast that's that one and then we have disney and then Viacom, I don't fucking know. All these stupid ass <laughs> studios merging and shit and selling each other yeah. off and stuff. It's, it's insane. So yeah, that was weird. And I had heard about this ending before we watched it. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I heard through some shit I was watching on YouTube or whatever, podcast or something, that the ending has a weird, like just like a, you know, what that, whatever you want to call that G.I. Joe Transformers crossover shit you know it's just like that's that's okay that's like uh i don't know yeah i guess that's i guess that's kind of like the jimmy neutron and fairly odd parents crossover you're just like what the fuck you know yeah or you know when you have i think uh hannah montana and the sweet life of zach and cody crossover you're like what okay all yeah. right 
But it just—it's even. I guess it's even weirder than those because Transformers is like, you know, like it sounds like the universe is really at the hands of the Autobots. So what are the what are GI Joes? You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that ending was for sure a bit. I mean, it was it was off. Cool news, cool. You know, cool. What you're trying to do here, but it was just off. After. You know, we just watched what, what was this like a two hour movie before we found that out? Yeah. And I mean also the ending with Mirage, I was kinda confused on did he die? Did he merge? Like what what happened here that now he's a suit? Like, I don't know. That was that was a bit confusing to me. maybe I needed to watch G.I. Joe. Yeah, I don't know. know. G.I. Joe does have like outfits like that. Okay. So maybe there's something if Maybe if you were a mega G.I. Joe fan and you saw that, you'd be like, that's weird. That's a very G.I. Joe outfit. And then, you know, they really hit it home with you at the end. So maybe there's something to that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know anything about G.I. Joe other than in the movie. The fr- I think it was the first movie, the first live action movie, I guess, in the last like 15, 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was re- one really cool thing in there. I think it was called the Rod of God or something like that. And it was this device that they took into space and it was just a big ass rod like imagine a big ass piece of rebar okay that was like you know maybe a quarter of a mile in diameter maybe (laughs) four miles tall and they just drop it into the earth it destroys so much shit it's cool it's cool as shit all right that's like you know a little overboard because you're gonna probably gonna really hurt the earth yeah, but oh my gosh. I know I know G.I. Joe is all about the me- mega camp. It was, you know, it, I wouldn't be surprised if G.I. Joe was heavily influential to on anime because it's kind of anime before anime, at least here in the States. I think the cartoon was at the dawn of some of your some of your early anime and early 80s. But so there may have been some kind of um, synergy between all that mm-hmm. going on. And of course, you know. I don't I think Power Rangers started in the late 80s or like right on the change of the the decade there. So there's obviously some influence there too and I mean the Transformers too. I mean the mech, the whole mech thing and it's it's all very anime. I don't know why anime didn't catch on like it, you know, like it has today, but you know 30 years ago. I don't know what the hold up was with with anime because we didn't grow up in the world of anime like people kids are today. Right. I guess, you know. We still grew up with a uh... We grew Pokemon. up with Toonami. That's true. Pokemon, it's a little bit different because the game comes first there. And Dragon Ball Z. And Dragon Ball. The things that were on Toonami kind of, we had this like, just like, ooh, what is this thing going on with One Piece, Dragon Ball, Naruto, Sailor Moon, Inuyasha, mm-hmm. things like um, Bleach. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. And that was like it forever though. Until, until late high school for us. Yeah. Yep, I think late high school is when I started noticing watching different anime, I guess, and noticing that that was this was a thing that there's more of this, there's more of Dragon Ball, there's more of you know uh, Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, but I guess a thing we discussed in you know previous movies was when you have a giant monster, which in this case it's the Transformers. They're the giant monsters here. We typically want to see less human stuff and more transformer stuff yes absolutely and uh that's why you like the first one right 
Yeah, I'd, I'd have to rewatch it for sure, but I feel like we get a lot more Transformers and the human bits we do get are good. They're decent. They're okay. So it makes up for any non-monster scenes we got. You know, not like in Godzilla where we got too much Millie Bobby Brown or... I know, they were milking her for yes, all she was worth. That yes. was, and that was like, had the potential to be the coolest of the bunch. The the, yes. the recent, God, the high production Godzilla films. Especially, you know, Kong versus Godzilla. I was so excited for that movie. I was way too excited for that movie. And we got too much humans again. So it was, it was slightly annoying. But for this movie, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't too mad that we got too much human here. It was it was fine. It was okay. But we needed more Transformers. Way more. I mean, you you introduce these Maximals and you have some freaking gorillas. You have some cheetahs. You have some rhinos. And we don't get to see any of them. I mean, okay, we saw the gorilla. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, the last 30 minutes last or so, we that's really the only time we get to see them. Mm-hmm. But that's it. And they look pretty cool. I mean, why not have more? Why don't they have more? Is this a pricing issue? They don't have the money to give me more um, big animals here? Can you just not have Millie Bobby Brown and use that money that you were going to pay her to give me more Kong? You know, I don't know. They could. They could. They definitely could. Yeah, I don't really know. Because like the Millie Bobby Brown thing, That's. I mean, these are kind of, they're kind of contemporary in that way, aren't they? But the funny, these these two movies are kind of contemporary in a way that we have this star, in quotes, that's you know kind of driving the film forward, and Millie Bobby Brown kind of makes sense because she was you know hot off of Stranger Things, yeah. and they they think she's gonna be the next sex icon or something. It's fucking weird and everything, especially because she was like under eighteen at the time. It was weird. You know what I'm talking about? It was it was weird. Uh, I mean they didn't. I, I don't know. It was just. I don't know because I don't I don't go watch a movie for the actors. Yeah, no, I don't for the most part except Joaquin Phoenix and mm, Robert Pattinson maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, same, same. But it's just weird because this guy is, I mean, he's kind of he's not a Millie Bobby Brown, not the Millie Bobby Brown's a mega star or anything. She's just right. hot off of Stranger Things, which was you know pretty big. I mean, it's arguably Netflix's biggest show. I mean, top three probably. And we got this guy who's just. Kind of sucks. Yeah. You can't, I don't know, you can like this movie, but I think you'd have a hard time defending that his performance was worth no. anything. I even asked you, I was like, is this this dude's first movie? That's why you asked that? Yes. It's rough. It's rough. He's, he asked. is, I haven't seen the whole movie, but In the Heights, is that what that film's called? That musical? That New York musical? Yeah, I think so. He's better in that. And I mean, that may have something to say about him working with actual people instead of a bunch of just like sit-ins to like help kind of direct his eyesight and stuff. So, you know, that that's, a, I mean, that is no doubt a struggle for many actors today having to work around the green screen fucking yeah. nonsense. And so he is better in, in the Heights. I didn't see the whole film, but I only, I saw maybe 20 minutes and I, that's all I need to tell you that he's definitely much better. And then his, but his interaction, I say that though, but his interaction with his brother, I mean, I guess just the chemistry was not there because man, <laughs> That sucked ass too. I was just I couldn't I couldn't believe how bad his performance was in this. Yeah, the interactions with his brother and I guess the humans, really his mom, whatever. It it was just kind of 
it was just okay. You know, even with the girl, Elena, is that her name? I think. Um, oh, yeah. I f- forgot about her. Yeah, she sucked too. Yeah. She was a little better, but she she did suck too. So, you know, those interactions with them, it was just kind of, uh, okay, all right. But the interactions with the CG, with the, you know, our Transformers, our dudes, it was it was bad. It was so bad I could notice, man. And I don't notice CG. I don't notice those bad not maybe not yet or maybe my eye you know my third eye is opening but god damn it was so bad it, it does help to see a bad performance like this and then it'll help you kind of oh, start okay. a, well, start to build a spectrum like when he was like being picked up by them mm-hmm. when they first met yes that's the that was the first time i was like oh no like this is this is like mm-hmm. this is unbelievably bad i cannot believe they didn't reshoot this i think that's when i asked if this was his first movie when he he was getting picked up and he was just like so stiff like you wouldn't naturally react when you're getting picked up by a giant thing i guess you know i don't know what that feels like but yeah you know use your fucking imagination i'm i'm sure you can imagine what that feels like yeah and he was just really stiff and like super awkward and i'm like damn that was bad. So, I mean, that sucks. You know, Elena, too. She was just okay. You know, I don't think she was much better, but she also didn't interact as much with, you know, she didn't have a little brother to interact with and she didn't interact with the Transformers. I guess mm, her main interaction was when she got picked up by uh, Air Razor, but that was super quick and then they flew away. So you can't, you can't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Her whole, she, she just had to deliver like the lines to kind of help figure out where they're going. Yeah. And she was kind of a pointless character. They were both, I, I hated the point of their character because he had, he was like this washed up, not really washed up, but you know, he has this like checkered history of abandoning the military and to go take care of his family and stuff, which is just, that's weird. That's just a weird launching point. And then he just has like this weird, like, redemption mindset he needs to like he you know no one else is gonna do it i gotta do it yes i don't don't know about this this is yes and i and i get that's like camp Mm because it's you know the melodrama and stuff and everything but it just i don't know if his performance just doesn't embrace that but it's just not it's just not working with him i think his best bit was at the very end too with the GI Joe guy that that because the whole mood had changed you mm-hmm. know he was they were sitting the, I don't know like the camera work was more interesting all of a sudden because it was maybe just a little more static but I don't, I don't know Cause maybe because he was actually talking to a fucking human being instead of a child and robots and the Lena girl whatever her name was her Lena Elena Elena okay yeah and she. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe. It. Then that's gonna that's gonna kill film for me. I mean that that pretty much alone can do it do it in for me. <laughs> it really can. I mean, I don't know. I th- I thought the Transformers themselves were so cool that. Who was your favorite Transformer? It's hard to pick a favorite Transformer because, like I said, there were so many cool ones. You didn't show me enough of them. You know, you you showed me Mirage the most probably, and then. B and um, Primus here. What's his name? Optimus Prime. <laughs> I, was, I was confused on some of these names, man. Primus was, was my favorite too. Primus, Optimal, Optimus Prime, Optimal, like Maximus, Max. I was just 
it was a bit too much for me. <laughs> and we didn't have subtitles, I think, so that that hindered my naming here. But um I really liked Optimal. Is that his name? What's his name? Optimus Prime? Optimus Primal? Optimus Primal. There you go. Optimus Optimal. Primus. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked him. I think I liked him the most, especially because I was so ex- that's why I was excited to watch this movie. So I liked Mirage until I found out that Pete Davison was the voice actor, and then I had mixed feelings on if I liked him or not. Which, you know, you you can't do that. You can't. He did a decent enough job that I didn't know it was Pete Davison until afterward, and then I was like, what? And then I, you know, saw the rest of the cast, and I was like, what is going on here? Why did they pick these people? But I mean, I they did a good enough job that I didn't notice. Notice it's because they're cheap. It's the only way this movie was gonna happen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like when you like a song and then you find out who the artist is, and then you don't know if you like it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. It's like mm, I liked you, but then now I don't know. And maybe that's silly of me to feel like that but no it's the age-old argument of separating art from the artist kind of thing it's hard to do for you know some people it's it's a it's i mean it's an art artists it's it's kind of the important convergence point between the two in that you have to it kind of challenges you on multiple levels you know and as an artist i feel like that's kind of an important point to bring to the table you know and they should challenge you in every way they can well, it's challenging me for sure. Yeah. And, you know, actors and people who create products, it's kind of a hard relationship to have because they're not prov- they're not supposed to be provocative people, you know, not necessarily, you know, so there's... Yeah. So so I get that. I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson either. He's he's okay. I don't dislike him or anything. I, know, I don't know if there's... I, li- I liked him in Bodies, 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 but he's there only for a few minutes. That's true. <laughs> And he was okay in his movie, um, like Long Island King or something like that, Staten Island King. Yeah, that was okay. Is it a movie he's in or a movie he made? I think it's like a soft biopic. Oh, okay. Of his life, it is okay. It's okay. I thought, as far as like voice acting go, I thought he was. I thought he did pretty decent. Yeah, he did better than a lot of normal actors do for yeah. voice acting stuff. I feel like he brought out. You may you know you didn't hear you didn't really hear Pete Davidson you know no I didn't I had no idea and he kind of I feel like the character fit he the character was consistent and stuff he did pretty decent yeah and then they kind of went with a whole you know Sam and B relationship here with Noah and Mirage and I'm sorry but I I I think that Sam and B had better chemistry than these two but. You also can't compare this guy's acting with Charlie Buff. With Charlie, Charlie Buff, he's he's, him, he's cool. Yes, he's kind of a he's kind of like a discount Joaquin Phoenix or something. <laughs> you know, he does weird stuff and he's like really immersed in his character and everything. And he's yeah, but you never he's but he's just a little crazy. You know, it's like he's a little uh, he's a little too off the chain. You mm-hmm. know, Joaquin Phoenix understands the craft to the you know nth plus one degree, and Charlie Buff is just. You know, he's naturally maybe a little better or naturally just kind of understands it, but doesn't, you know, it's not as technically sound. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I like Shia LaBeouf too. He's an interesting oh, yeah. character. Yeah. Especially growing up with him, you know, 
Did you watch Even Stevens no. when you were a kid? No. I did. That show was my shit. And then, you know, Holes and then I guess kind of Transformers next. I don't know if he did much in between there. Mm, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. So I guess there was some a little bit of bias there, but I don't know if they try to force a relationship here with these two with Mirage and Noah. But I, I, you know, you didn't, you didn't completely fool me. But I was okay with it. Just okay. This movie was okay enough for me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I didn't. Their relationship was as it, it was forced. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. It, but it is what it is. You know, we. It's just that kind of movie. So. That's just it's what I signed up for, and <laughs> but we could have gotten a little better. We could have had better chemistry at home. That would have helped elevate this. Uh, the actor himself, I don't know his name, he uh, his real name, but he uh, he could have done better. But I know he's not. He's not like Robert Downey Jr. and these all these guys are working with, you know, just crazy CG and stuff and mm-hmm. green boxes and whatever shapes that they have to pretend that it's a violin or whatever yeah so i get it but it comes off real cheap it really does which is not a terrible thing if they're gonna go into the deep campy route but i feel like you really gotta embrace that because i mean that's an art in itself i guess you know because it's kind of like a really good actor in a horror movie where they just they just embrace this stupid decision making, you know, in a horror movie, and you're like, "All right, I'm along," because it feels like this is just my character's just an idiot. So we're yeah. we're here, you know. This is their logic. This is fine. This is working, but there's just we're missing something with this guy. Yeah, and he's supposed to be, you know, a tech guy. He's supposed to be an electronics guy. Whatever. Yeah, we didn't get any of that. We didn't get any of that. We got told that that was him in- a couple times, right? They didn't. Yeah. They didn't let us forget. But here you are with fucking awesome ass alien transformers and you're not even mildly interested in how they work or how they move. Yeah, or... it would have been cool if he repaired one of them. Yeah. Or something. something. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> how did you do that? You know? Yes. It would have been cool. Yes. And then, you know, you make him G.I. Joe at the end. And it's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, he's. He seems actually valuable because, yeah, yes. when the G.I. Joe thing happens, it might be kind of cool, but you're just like, why the fuck would they be interested in this guy? Yes. He's, he's, he was just there. He he can, because he can operate that suit. I mean, that's, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but I, guess. <laughs> I feel like you can teach a monkey to do that, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's that impressive, you know? Where's his brain at? Yeah. And I feel like maybe the whole relationship with Elena was a little bit forced too in the way of trying to make it a little bit of a romantic relationship. I feel like they were kind of going there, but they didn't... It's a real half measure, yeah. Yeah, they didn't fully commit to that, or I don't know, they realized they were doing it and didn't want... I don't fucking know, but don't do that. Stop doing that. Either you are going to make them, you know, fall in love, and you do it like Sam and Megan Fox, uh, Michaela, I think that was her name. You do that, you know, he's a geek or whatever, but she's a hot girl, but knows mechanics. Like, okay, cool. Awesome. But what what did you have here? Yeah. And what was the connection? Exactly. Like, like with uh, Megan Fox's character, I assume she, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but she probably worked on the car. She's a mechanic, right? Yeah, I think she did. So, all right. 
that's, or she helped them in that way yeah and that kind of movie that's all you need <laughs> you just need that connection what was the connection here he 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 stole the car what is, what was the connection um he was he's he's breaking into that place to get the the key to get the key yep and the eagle statue or whatever mm-hmm. and she just happened to be there working late you know yep i mean no common interest here nothing so just stop stop doing that <laughs> how'd you feel about uh scourge our villain here he was lame and i saw he was played by peter Dinklage, i know though, which is yeah that's whatever he's probably the most expensive villain right there yeah he it it looked like he was gonna be kind of cool in the beginning especially when they're in the museum trying to get back the um key and then they had the whole fight and then you know we kind of lose b here that looked cool but then that's kind of it i think there was another cool fighting scene that wasn't the end but i mean this villain didn't even go fight most of the time and whatever that backstory was with him and his true master that's like super huge i don't know eats worlds whatever they're making him out to be yeah there was something there and they didn't elaborate on that which are you waiting for the next movies to elaborate on that i don't know but you didn't keep me interested there did he die who scourge yes i think that was you know op uh optimus prime here was gonna sacrifice himself to kill him okay yeah it kind of screams to me that they didn't anticipate a sequel to this or a trilogy of films Mm -hmm. because if there was a trilogy this character would have not died if they anticipated a trilogy this character would have not died in the first of the first of the series and he would you know they would he would probably you know they would this would be the movie to make him look like a you know a real threat and mm-hmm. for him to kill almost all the Autobots or something like that. And then, you know, all hope is lost. And then the middle movie, we get the upper hand. And then then we finish him at the end. Or maybe the getting the upper hand is killing Scourge. And the last movie is killing the, the World Eater guy. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. That's that's the simple. That's the, Boom. that's the normal way you do stuff like this. My favorite scene was when they were on that road. I guess they were in Italy. Where were they? It looked. No, they were. They went to Peru, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were in Peru. I don't know why I thought Italy. I guess I was picturing the uh, scene in Twilight where Bella's going to go save Edward and they're in Italy. But I don't know why I pictured that. I guess the streets looked very similar. But um, when they were in Peru and they're about to go rescue uh, Noah and Elena and they're on that road and they're all driving like really fast and then the bad guys come and there's a really cool fighting scene there. I think that was my favorite part. It was pretty cool. I don't remember it. <laughs> no, and okay. So that was when um you have this whole scene with the van and the, they shoot the bad guy and the bad guy's about to explode, I guess. I don't know what's exploding here. I think it was a mis- missile actually. And it goes through one door of the van and then the van comes okay, through okay. the other door. I'm there goes, now. Okay. I remember now. Yeah, that whole bit. Yeah, that probably was the coolest fight. Yeah. yeah. That was cute. <laughs> that was cute. That missile going through the the van. The Volkswagen bus, yeah. And then, you know, Prime just stops and starts fighting this dude. I mean, it was cool. And that sucks that we didn't get more of that. I, I, I liked I liked pretty much all the bits with the Transformers. So I guess that's why this movie kind of is a little bit higher than it would normally be on my list. Because 
everything else was either just okay or it sucked and it could have been better. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad. I'm glad you got something out of this. I know you were anticipating it yes. from the beginning of the year. I was. I was looking forward to it on some level too because we haven't we haven't gotten Transformers in a while and they seemed to they for a while there they seemed like they were coming out pretty regularly and I'm not sure when Bumblebee came out. I think that's the most recent, but I feel like it's been four or five years since Bumblebee, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And I thought they were going to take a new route, a little more domestic route with the Transformers, but I don't know how you keep that up other than one movie, basically. People like that one, Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee looks like it was in 2018. Okay. I haven't seen Bumblebee. I wanted to see it, but I don't know, just didn't. I might watch that. I might give that a watch. I think John Cena's in it. I think John Cena's her dad. No way. The girl's dad. Yeah. No way. Oh my gosh, why? Well... You know, uh, also another cool bit here that's just, it's just so, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, but it's so fast that it's hard to enjoy, I guess. But it was when, um, Air Razor starts getting kind of transformed or kind of, um, yeah, they corrupted. Yeah, corrupted by the bad guy. He put a little chip on her. I don't know what the fuck that's called in, you know, Transformer land. And she starts, you know, turning into a bad guy and then Primus Optimus Optimal Optimus Optimus Primal has to, you know, unalive her. That yeah. was sad. That and was that, sad. And yeah, and that could have been more emotional if we would have had a little bit more of a just him cleaning the fucking house. Scourge just cleaning house. Yeah. That could have been a real emotional moment. I'm okay with them not having these really sad parts that made me cry. You know, not every movie has to make me cry. I if you're going to have three movies, yes, you do. <sighs> <laughs> if you're going to have three, if you're going to have a trilogy of films, you got to have, you got to, you got to, you got to, they got to hit the shit out of you with some oh, of this. I know. I, maybe I, maybe I'm still kind of in my feelings about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but I'm glad this did not make me cry. The sad parts were sad enough to make me feel like, oh, that's sad, but, not bust out crying which you know you're kind of right they that's that's a very sad part that's a very sad thing to have to do to your friend but overall this film's okay unless you are a transformers fan it's not worth the watch unless you like you know cool shit by the transformers and you're willing to ignore all the human bits don't watch it yeah, the other coolest parts to me are probably when Scourge is talking to the big world eater guy. That's cool because it you know, plays with size a lot because he's big and the world eater is like really big. Yes. <laughs> it's cool. Now, I like that they uh, get in that like that big craft, a big aircraft. It's like a military grade aircraft. And he was like a, he was a bigger transformer, too, and they could all get inside of him. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that's very. I think it's a very GI Joe Power Rangers thing too. I'm sure it's a very Transformers thing too, where you get we have like little guys getting into the big guys, getting into the bigger guys. <laughs> it's like Russian dolls. Basically, yeah. <laughs> See, give give us more of that. You got pretty creative here with some of these Transformers. Give us more, more. Even the van, even the van dude was cool. And then you have to fucking ruin it with Noah here pretending to speak, or I guess not pretending, he was actually speaking Spanish, but 
He's like, oh, you speak Spanish? He's like, what? No, you racist? Are you assuming I speak Spanish? Like, okay, all right, you know. That was weird, too, him saying yeah, that. Yeah, that was weird. Like, him saying that he was racist. Cause like, <laughs> you have an accent, dude. Like, what? That's weird. That's just a weird thing to say. That's a w- <laughs> Not to mention he's a transformer. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Petty human ethics are not... No way in his mind, you know? Oh, uh, no. I, I just... Oh, man. I just wish they would have done it a little better because I was, I was waiting for this movie. I know it was two hours, but it probably should have been close to a three-hour movie where we got a lot of development because mm-hmm. it, it just flew by these things that they were trying to put at us. Yeah. But you would have had to hire better actors, better main cast, I guess. Main, like the two humans, really. Yeah, I'm not sure how much or how many. I'm not sure what the score was for the reviews. Yeah, I don't know. But if it would have been a three-hour three hour movie with this cast, I think it would have been lower. On Letterboxd, it's 2.8, which seems about right to me. That seems about right. Very generic, non-offensive movie. Doesn't It doesn't do anything right, but it doesn't do anything... It's not a hideous movie to watch, you know? It's just... Yeah. Even his performance, you know, that's like, you know... You get bad performances in so many places, so it's not... Really not that crazy, but... Yeah, it didn't bore me. You know, like I said, I was engaged. I was ooing and aahing where I needed to be. Yeah, I was... I guess I was... I was bored, but I'm definitely not... I could not be more on the, like, antithesis of the targeted demographic for this kind of movie. (laughs) This movie is... Transformers is probably the it is the epitome of what I don't like about movies. Oh, so minus the kaiju type stuff, you yeah. know, I, I like Godzilla, but I like the original Godzilla stuff because of what inspired it and everything. But I, I mean, I like the the remakes, the the reboots or whatever you want to call them, the American interpretations. Mm-hmm. They're fun because you know they just they they're pretty crazy, but yeah, they focus on humans too much. Which just hurts the films. And if you're gonna do that, you gotta go through the Shin Godzilla route. You know, you gotta make it hyper political and not really focus on on Godzilla at all. And then that's you know that's a different movie. So it's I know I get I know it's hard. I know how do you write a good Transformers movie? I have no fucking idea. You you get a badass bad guy. Yeah, it's a good start. You have Optimus Prime, you have B, yes, you have like this, have the Autobots, yeah. you've kind of got figured out. But the bad guy, I know Megatron is like the bad, like he's like the most famous, I, I would think, from my perspective, I think Megatron's probably the most famous bad guy in Transformers world. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the main bad guy in the first few films. And he was just so, he was just so shit. He was terrible. He just had like all these henchmen who would do all of his work, and then by the, when the time came, Optimus Prime beat the shit out of him. You know. Yep. Like it's not like, you know, like I don't know. You got to be smart about how you handle fights, and I know you can't really have like diplomatic, thoughtful fights when it comes to things like Transformers. But you need to. I guess you need to go down the Marvel route and just you need to make the fights as epic as possible. Yes. And I know they try, but they don't have as good as animators and. They don't have as much money to spend on whatever, and so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would, I mean, they do. I'm looking at the budget right now. They have money to spend, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I was whelmed. You were whelmed. Yeah, I was right in right where I thought I'd Ooh, be. Right in the whelmed. 
Yeah, I'd probably give this movie a two. <laughs> out of five. Out of five, yes. I gave it a point five on my point five. Oh my god. Those are those are pretty rare. I don't give those out very much. <laughs> I know. Well, I am so sorry you did not enjoy this film, but I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Good. All right, well, I have a question for you. How much do you think this movie costs to make? All right, this one was tricky because we have the Transformers. You have all this, you know, CG. Yeah, it's Marvel-esque in that way. Yes. Two-hour movie. Two-hour movie. Big-ish franchise. You know, it's not big, big, but it kind of was big at one point, so people were kind of expect like excited sure. for it. But yeah, it's it's, it's made still in the several ish. billion dollars okay. over its lifetime. All right, so you know we're dealing with other galaxies over there. So I went to ten million. That's a good guess. I went. I think I went to twenty, but thought that was maybe a little too much. And wait, two fifty was way overboard. So I I, I settled on two ten. That's a good guess. Are you locking that in? Yes. It says here that it was a hundred and ninety-five to two hundred. What? So you're you're right in the pocket. Right in the pocket yeah that, that makes sense because it's when you get a hyper cg movie it's like every hour 100 million you know mm, okay. two hour 200 million almost three hour almost 300 million you know it starts to taper off at the end there of course but it uh because we have reused assets and yada yada and whatnot but but yeah no you're you're uh, hitting the money in that yeah we need to watch some lower product pr- produced mu- um music almost said movies to kind of really test you, because I think you've you've pretty much figured out the the cons- conspiracy up top, how they just it's like a ceiling to the yeah. length movie can be. It's not like a video game where the video games just inflate in price, and it, because of all the texture and all the characters and all the environments and all of how big the world is and the writing and the voice acting and stuff, it's it, video games can endlessly fucking blow up in price. But yeah, you're uh you're right there. Good job good guess thank you i mean it's you've i think you're out of guessing territory i feel like you're pretty much just gonna hit them <laughs> well the next movie i think or the next next movie i should say you're probably gonna guess that one too yeah i you know guardians barbie this movie they're all pretty big so they're a little bit easier to guess now that you know kind of yeah but man those lower budget ones or some of those it's older ones it's gonna be hard well yeah I can't blame you for not getting the older ones because those are that's just a totally different time. Now, the only exception might be things like Avatar. Because if I had to guess, Avatar two was probably a three hundred fifty million dollar movie. Holy crap! Maybe a little more. That's what I would guess. Yeah, but two seventy. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Let's go ahead and cheat on that one. It says here Avatar cost two hundred fifty million, so it still checks out. Two fifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, said two seventy five. Boom. Still checks out. Endgame wow. apparently cost $350 million. Whoa. So. That makes sense. Everything's made up and everyone is in costumes. This movie ended up making around $429 million, which might be decent for this film, actually. It might have made a little bit of money, so we may actually see if they don't, if things just don't get canceled because of the strikes and shit that are going down. Yep. That, that They probably saw some money out of that. Yeah, I wonder. I've I've heard that a lot of actors are already on the march to finding independent films to work with, like big time actors. They're already starting to leave Hollywood. 
which is how you really put a you, the nails in the coffin. Because if they are all working, all of a sudden you can't finish out any projects, and mm. so we might see a move of like the Hollywood thing going on. That'd might be kind might of cool. move out east or something, and we get a new New York Hollywood or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it might force you know Warner Brothers and Disney and everybody to kind of you know refigure things out, whatever that means. I guess especially with the streaming stuff, I guess that's part of the problem because. <laughs> As far as like things like Netflix and other platforms go, like where some of these independent films sell their movies for to be, you know, streamed, like the problems are still going to exist. You know, they're all going to come up with their own streaming platforms too. Yeah. You know, or is Tubi going to take off? Tubi's good take off, I guess. I don't know. They'll start charging for Tubi. We know that. I think there's a charged and non-charged Tubi. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Tubi. It's no ads and ads kind of deal. Yeah, man, thanks for watching this piece of shit film with me. <laughs> I'm not saying thank you to that. <laughs> no, th- thanks for watching this. Thank you for, you know, basically suggesting it, too. You know, I wouldn't have watched it without you. <gasps> thank you for watching this yeah. movie. Yeah, that's what you, sh- you should be thanking me. Yes, thank I guess that's true. You. It's good. I-, I-, I do look forward to the next one, though. I want to see the G.I. Joe connection. I think that's going to be really mm-hmm. bizarre and interesting. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Because it's, you know, that that's that kind of stuff speaks to me. That experimental kind of crossover stuff. Something, I thought there was going to be a crossover because I knew that there was like, whatever that was, that reference, that, uh you know, that, this tie-in. Yeah, a tie-in kind of Easter egg type thing. I, I thought it was going to be Ninja Turtles for some reason. Which, that would have been awesome. I don't know how that would have worked, but. Please go there. Please. Uh, we'll just combine Paramount. them all. Yeah. Yeah. Director, I don't care who does it. Just somebody do it. That'd be pretty awesome. I think Ninja Turtles is owned by the Nickelodeon guys, though, so that would be make it difficult, I think. Just get over yourselves and give us cool shit. I know. People will pay to see it. Everybody I'd wins. Pay. Everybody wins. For Just real. play ball with each other. Yeah, well. All right, guys. Any final thoughts? Nope. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Be ready for the next episode. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Gotta remind you guys. You guys seem to forget. When these episodes go live, go watch them. Go listen to them. <laughs> exactly. Go to our Patreon. Subscribe for $1 or however much you want to give. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of The Film of Steins. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on our cinematic journey. We hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained some new insights and perspectives on the world of movies. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, especially Patreon at patreon.com slash And follow us on social media for more film-related content. We love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, or movie recommendations, or book recommendations we can still read over here, please feel free to reach out to us. Until next time, keep watching and keep loving the magic of movies. This is The Film Steins signing off.